0: Teaching, reflecting, and of course, learning. You are listening to Two Pals Teach, brought to you by your favorite hosts, Rachel and Deshna. Join our classroom as we reflect on the successes, challenges, and memories of our time
1: teaching virtually in Kenya. Welcome to our very first episode of Two Pals Teach, where for today, Two Pals Talk Teachers College. My name is Rachel. And my name is Dashna and we are so excited to have you join us today. We're going to be going through our life reflections, epiphanies, learnings about all things that happened during our time teaching virtually, of course, in Kenya through our Africa service learning course. Rachel and I have been so excited
0: to do this podcast we've been thinking of all different ways possible how are we going to tell the world about our learnings? we thought articles we thought blog posts and then we realized we have to do what we do the most which is talk that's all Mm -hmm. Rachel and I do to reflect literally it's all (laughs) we do um
1: and so we're two extroverts
0: (laughs) Really? (laughs) So this series, honestly, it's just going to be two pals chatting um, about all of the different life lessons that we've learned. And this series in particular is two girls accidentally in business school (laughs) instead of teachers college. Um, And what we've really learned about just like the teaching profession kind of itself. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. So Deshna, maybe do you want to just quickly introduce yourself first to our listeners and share a bit about how you started embarking on your teaching journey in the beginning?
0: Yeah, sure thing, Rachel. So, you know, um, my name is Deshna, uh, or as you will probably hear later, Desh. And I'm definitely the more chaotic of the duo. Um, I'm actually in my fifth year. I'm going into my fifth year studying business and computer science. And I think recently over the last year or so, I've really developed a love for the education space. I think especially post-pandemic, um, it's brought so much importance and it's really highlighted the relevance of education in societies on a global scale. I think growing up, um, you know, neurodiversity in education has always been a really big thing for me as well. And so I think in the future, I, I definitely see education just playing such a large role in my life. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Rach?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, of course, a year older than you. So you're going to your fifth year, but I just recently graduated. Um, so I'm a new grad, I just started full time working at Ink Blot Therapy, which is a digital uh, mental health uh, sort of company. Um, and I, uh, similar to you, have always been interested in teaching ever since I was pretty young. So I've had a few experiences, I guess, teaching definitely more younger children. So I've taught abroad in Vietnam, I've taught a kindergarten class during summer, but this is really <laughs> my first time uh, teaching yeah. Yeah. in a more, you know, professional, actual setting, I guess, with, of course, university students as well first time ever teaching business right but I think it was a really exciting um and new experience and, and I'm very thankful that um of course I got to do it with you and and definitely really excited to share more about kind of what we've learned
0: oh it. how sweet yeah this whole experience <laughs> is so much better <laughs> just doing <it> together yeah <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, for sure. Um, So I guess to get us started, um, my first question for you, Deshna, is what do you think in your eyes really makes a good teacher?
0: You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is just the word passion. I think every good teacher just has so much passion within them um, from two angles. They have passion for what they teach, right? Good teachers are always passionate about the topic that they teach. And good teachers are also passionate about their students and their actual well-being. This is something that I see in some of the best profs at Ivy because they love the subject that they teach, and they love it so much that they want to make sure when they teach their students, the students can also get the best experience of it. So I think at the end of the day, like teaching is just one of those professions when you go into it, like you've
1: you've just you've got to love it. You know what I mean, Rachel? Yeah. And I mean, as students, I think we, everyone can kind of testify. You can tell when a teacher is percent oh, yeah, passionate and enjoys teaching and, you know, really gives their all into not just, you know, their course curriculum, preparing, of course, for it, but they, you can see that they are really turning. They're really thinking of how do we ask the right questions so that we can get these students to really think and develop and learn and not just you know, feed them information for them to memorize. And I feel like that's what really differentiates for me, at least, you know, a really good professor versus one that's just giving me information that I could get from listening to something online.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, when we see it in our favorite teachers, it's something that we try <laughs> and replicate in the classroom. So I don't yeah. think we even got one fifth of what best teachers do, but we're trying, um, you know. So I guess on that note, you know, speaking about education, can you remember, you know, when you first thought of wanting to be in the education space? I know you talked a little bit um, about mentorship, Rach.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think ever since I was really young, to be honest, like when I can first think about it, it was probably grade three, like when you have to, you know, write, That's early. What, <laughs> write what you want to be when you're growing up. I think I always said that I wanted to be a teacher. And I think for me, it was that aspect of realizing that being a teacher like or when you're when you're learning something new for yourself so for me is definitely when I was like my mom put me in a lot of hobbies growing up so I did like ballet class art classes swimming classes every like piano classes, and I think that learning curve in the beginning as a learner when you're learning something it's very challenging and very difficult. And I think when you get to that point where you've, you know, maybe not mastered it, but like understand it enough, I think it's very fulfilling. And I I just always thought it was really cool um, that teachers get to kind of take what they've learned and maybe something that they found challenging to learn and then be able to pass it on to someone else. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, I really crave that you know, like aha moment when someone finally <laughs> understands oh, yeah. what you're trying to show them and, and they get that joy of, you know, doing a hobby or or learning something and share you get to share that same joy with them. I don't know. That's just something I've really loved. Yeah.
0: No, I, I think you I think you you nailed it, you know. Um I think as students, you know, there's there's one thing when you learn something and you ex you you become an expert in something. And it's a whole other ball game when you actually take these things and You're able to kind of influence someone else's life with it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting I guess in my in my experience when I was younger too um, I coached a lot of different sports but for me honestly like my biggest aha moment when I really wanted to become a teacher was actually recently I was a co-pilot for Ivy um, and I essentially all I had to really do was um, help the profs you know engage students in virtual discussions but I think Something really clicked to me when, you know, by doing something so small, like encouraging a student or noticing something that they say in the class, um, how much, you know, more confident they feel and the type of connection that you're able to build with them. And, you know, even though uh, it was such a short lived position, I think that's when I really realized like, wow, teaching is such a powerful position because, you know, as a business student, like what better capstone is there to take everything that you've learned Um, Mm -hmm. and truly help someone else with it right
1: yeah yeah definitely and I mean it's really great that you got to experience that firsthand and and, you know do that before we did our Africa service learning course Um, and just on that note you know you you seem to have known that this mentorship aspect was something that you really enjoyed as well so what's something that you feel has maybe held you back from like pursuing teaching as like a full-time you know as your sole career
0: I think that to be a good teacher, also, there's an element of kind of confidence into it. I think you need to know, um, or you need to feel that you're in the right place to teach. And I think um, for a lot of my undergrad, I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. I didn't even know Mm -hmm. that I was an expert in one particular subject area, right? Um, And I wasn't wasn't confident in myself. It's something that I think I've developed over time and I've built over time. But I think I'm slowly, at least now, starting to realize that There's no science to teaching. It is, I think it really is more of an art in terms of, you know, building into your own character and bringing your best self to the classroom and just, you never know until you try, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Rach, like maybe we would have been rough when we first started teaching, (laughs) but I think that we really built into our own teaching characters as we went on. And so, yeah, I think it was really that confidence piece that held me back. What what about you?
1: For sure. And I was going to say, like, I, I think we're so like thankful and lucky and privileged to have had this experience that... Uh, you know nicole provided for us through this course to get this experience to teach because not many people you know get that especially when we're so young so I think it'll really play into a lot of learnings for the future um but no I think on the similar note of being um of of being of, of something that held me back was probably just definitely like that confidence piece and just feeling like I have the um, experience of what I want to do um and, and what I want to teach. Um, but I guess a, another question that I had for you is, um, if you could, would you go back in time and change the academic path that you took? Like, would you consider maybe going to teacher's college in the future if you could?
0: <laughs> this is a tricky question, because, you know, I think I'm a firm believer that you can't connect the dots looking forwards. I think that for me, like the right dots kind of laid out, um, through various positions that I had. And eventually it clicked to me that at the end of the day, I like teaching, but that came from a lot of different parts. That came from, you know, working on an HR project and consulting that came from working on an ed tech startup and NVP. There were a lot of different kind of indicators that came to me and said, okay, that's just time for you to go into teaching. And I think it's an exciting and scary part of life, not necessarily knowing where you want to go, but I think just that overall theme of mentorship allowed me to get where I want today. And I think now having a business degree, I think if I, I, the skills that I can take, if I went to teacher's college would be even more beneficial because mm-hmm. I have, you know, all those case skills, which I feel like teachers do every day in the classroom. Right, Rachel? Oh
1: yeah, for sure. I, th- I think I never realized like how much of, of what we've learned in business, like, plays like, you know, just managing everything and that leadership aspect, communication component all plays into, into, you know, being a great teacher. Like when I look back at where I felt challenged and grew the most, I think it was that time when I was in Ivy, when I was just so out of my comfort zone. And I really learned about this whole new world of business that wasn't as horrible and evil as I thought that it was. And I think one of the reasons of why I didn't, you know, go to teachers or make that plan to go to teachers college right after I graduated was realizing that you can really be a teacher anywhere that you are. Right. And you can teach in all aspects of different careers and jobs. For myself, um, I, I think I'm able to still get those Teaching opportunities that I crave through opportunities like this, where I'm able to volunteer or, or any other aspects where I'm able to still get that fulfillment that you get from, from mentoring and encouraging those who are younger than us uh, without having to be in a teaching profession. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would go back and, and change the path that I, I took. I think I'm, I'm happy with where I am right now.
0: You heard about, you know, our journeys in terms of what we've learned about teaching, um, why we decided that maybe it wasn't so bad after all that we didn't go to teacher's college. Um, but yeah, this is series one out of five and we'll see you the next time. This episode was brought to you by Two Pals Teach. Until next time, keep teaching, reflecting and learning. We'll see you back in the classroom next week.